Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, and welcome to another episode of See You Next Wednesday. I'm Dan Gorman, uh, former film student. I don't want, I'm afraid to say <laughs> no, things. No, same thing again. every time. I'm afraid to say things because, because of the reaction of the last one. <laughs> Ripped me a new one. No, no, you're a page <laughs> He's turner. a page turner. <laughs> I'm Dan Gorman, a bestseller. That's what I do at my job. I know, but it, but it sounded like you were a really good book. <laughs> It's a real page turner. Yeah, Dan Gorman, that's me. <laughs> Are we going around? Moving the- along. Uh, oh. uh, I'm Casey Lyons. I haven't showered today. <laughs> uh, I'm Greg Legro. I'm going to win today's podcast because <laughs> I have a weird science T-shirt. Uh, that is true. Yeah, you guys might as well just be like covered a, in mud. Like, I thought you meant like I, it was a, like a game show, and I instantly thought of Supermarket <laughs> Sweep. <laughs> is that like, what we're why? playing? You're going to find the cookies and the <laughs> wheel of cheese. <laughs> Why was that the first thing? Is that, is that, I, I may have a loose understanding of what that game was about. Everyone always went for the big wheels of cheese, like they were worth the most, because at the end they tallied up your your money at the. Oh, so you just went and got check out, dummy. Is that what the game? Is that what the game was? You just yeah. went and got the most expensive cheese. That's you what it find. seemed to be to me. Eight-year-old Dan Gorman would have went straight, for the wheel of straight, cheese. straight for the cheese. Straight for the cheese. I'm Dan Garman going straight for the cheese. <laughs> Save that one for next week. <laughs> All right. On today's uh, episode, Christ. we're going to talk about the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we listened to some albums by Disappears and Cloud Nothings. And then we're going to talk some CMW. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think, but first, Casey, mm-hmm. you mentioned to me on Facebook that you wanted to talk about Attack the Block. I did. We were yeah. just, we talked earlier in one of the first episodes about uh, about the best movies of 2011. And it struck me that we didn't even talk about Attack the Block, which was easily one of the best so uh, good. best movies of. I still um, haven't seen it. You haven't seen Attack no, the no. Block? I almost watched it last night. <laughs> <laughs> But then oh, I well, didn't. That would have been helpful a seeing story. as we were going to talk about it today. Yeah. And I watched that TV show, Grimm. 
Uh, oh, how is that? It's not really good. No, you know? <laughs> it doesn't look good. No, really good? no, it's no. not. It's better than Alcatraz and the River. No. Yeah, I don't know what either of those are. Uh, oh, I know what Alcatraz is. Sure. Alcatraz uh, looks like garbage. It's wicked to nap to. Yeah, yeah. I, there's that which premiere. Yeah, you could, the premiere was well. I'm like, which one of these is going to be optimum napping? <laughs> viewing? It's, it's like you know when you'd fall asleep. If you rented Lost on DVD and you fell asleep watching it, and then it would go to the menu screen and just like the beach oh. noises forever. <laughs> yeah. It's got a it's got a really soothing really menu, menu screen. <laughs> there's a website. Where you pick a, a show or a DVD or something, and then it just plays a picture of the menu and the music from, and then it was like set in a living room, and then you would just pick from a list of like movies. It'd be like Forty Year Old Virgin, and it was called like it was some kind of a website just to replicate the experience of what happens when you wake up after falling asleep <laughs> in the middle of a movie. <laughs> it was like the most pointless website ever. That, uh, sadly, <laughs> that's not the most pointless website ever. That's that's probably worse than your Temple Run fan page. Yeah. <laughs> you How you say do that like what? I make it. Like what's it's your, my page. It's like, what's your score on my, that, by the way? Angelfire.com forward slash Dan Gorman's Temple Run page. Okay, attack the block. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's amazing. Um, the The... What do you call it? Monsters, I guess? The aliens? Yeah, the, the creature design. Uh, amazing. Incredible. Like, so cool looking. It's it's like... You haven't seen it, right? No, no. Well, I, we won't spoil anything, really. But the creatures have this look. It's like they're all black, and then their teeth and their eyes and shit glow. Yeah, yeah they show like this glow. This like yeah, super yeah. cool yeah. kind cool. of like day glow green. Yeah. yeah, and it's super cool because from what I've read, it was practical in terms of they had furry monsters there but they were i look like <laughs> they used actual furry monsters well you know what i mean like a fucking puppet monster <laughs> yeah, made yeah. of fur on the set yeah and uh from what i read <clears> they, <throat> they did use minimal cgi but i thought what was really cool about the design of them was they could use the cgi to make it look like just bl- all black mm-hmm. and then the teeth and stuff was i don't know if that was in later or not but it just seemed like a really clever way to not completely rely on cgi well yeah it was like uh it, it was like the um uh, Spike Jones, uh, where the wild things are. How oh, they yeah, use yeah. like the actual big, like you know, human puppet. Which was a great movie, I thought. Oh, I love that movie. Um, and then, and then you know, just CGI the faces kind of thing, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I remember. I think it was an interview with Joe Cornish um, talking about it, and and he said like the the monster design was was it was supposed to sort of like feel like you know. Um, like critters and movies like yeah. that, like well, other movies like that came out, uh, like Gremlins or something like that. It was ghoulies. ultimately supposed to, yeah. Well, I mean, probably to a lesser extent, Ghoulies. <laughs> ghoulies Three Go to College was a fucking great movie. Okay? <laughs> oh, that's the one where the Ghoulies go to college. Yeah. Yes, everybody's got to grow up someday. Oh. Even Ghoulies. <clears throat> yeah. Did you did you think that um, a lot of people had a problem with the characters being not likable? Did you have that, that was problem? one of my favorite things. Well, I didn't have a problem with that at all. No, th- I thought that that was an amazing thing about that about that movie was that they, the movie didn't give a fuck if you liked the characters yeah. or not. But they and, do kind of flesh them out over the course of it. By yeah. the end, I thought they did it in just the right amount. Absolutely. Like, you really hate them at, at the beginning because you're like, oh, they're just a bunch of fucking punk kids. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, again, not try not to spoil anything, but when the woman comes in kind of thing, they yeah. start to actually develop a relationship with her. Yeah. 
Um, I thought it was a really good. I like that because you don't often see movies. It's always because it kind of has that Spielberg like kids like yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard R because it's gory, but it has that like we're following a pack of kids. But I thought it could have been a hell of a lot gorier, actually. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of crazy stuff in it. People got like their heads chopped off and shit. Yeah, but. it was gory <laughs> enough. I'm just saying. I thought I liked it because. <clears throat> It, it was kind of following people that you wouldn't usually follow in a movie, and it right. was like, how would how would these street punks react to something like an alien invasion or whatever they are? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool because it was like, yeah, they would kind of think it was cool and want to like run out. Yeah, with and like, then so just going home to get my baseball bat, immediately and, go yeah. and try to fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So it's really good, Greg. Okay, yeah, Greg. <laughs> Greg, Idiot. I will watch it. Watch it. I'm not gonna watch Grim. I watch that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, don't watch yeah you could have watched Attack the Block. You watched Grim. Yeah, well, I knew I was going to fall asleep. So. And I did. I fell well, asleep for Grim, prophecy too. Prophecy fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. River, I did not fall asleep. It just sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's well, move yeah. on Oscars. to the Oscars. Yeah. <clears throat> Last night. We all watched them. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys watch the... Uh, uh, I was going to call it pregame, but the, 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 the pregame, the pre, yeah, the yeah, red I, yeah. I was in a parking lot somewhere. I was <laughs> yeah, tailgating. I was at an Oscar tailgating party. It was in the parking lot of an H and M. I started at first. I was watching it on E, so it's mm-hmm. Ryan Seacrest talking to people, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of funny things that happened there. He was talking to uh, Rooney Mara, and she just clearly didn't give a fuck about who she was wearing and whatnot. Mm. She's kind of oh, awkward with all the so, attention. Some, yeah. And he's like, so who are you wearing? What's about that dress? How'd you pick your dress? And she's like, I don't know. I tried a few on. I picked this one today. She looked like all awkward. And, Jesus, I love her and a irritated little bit more with now. Him. Yeah, it was because there's no, there's and he no, was just there's stumbling no, so much. It was, it was, it was brutal. There's uh, no but, more irritating question to me than who are you wearing? Oh, yeah. That makes I'm me want to kick my People just sit around analyzing it. Um, and it was the three people analyzing it were, uh, I don't know any other names. Did they do well, like the, the Osborne girl? What's Kelly Osborne? Oh, yeah, yeah. She does Some that. blonde woman and some guy wearing what looked like a magician's outfit. But did did like, he do magic? Huh? No, no magic, which is a total letdown. <laughs> you wear that suit. Yeah. And then the Osborne don't girl wear the looks suit like if she you're always does. Magic. And then the, the other one. And they're all judging fashion. She looked like a. Star Trek character, like it was like like a, a red shirt. There was a lot of like ribbing on it and stuff. It was really weird. But the best thing that happened was uh, Sh- Sasha Baron Cohen was told. Oh, I saw that. Okay. Oh, I did. He was see told that. he wasn't allowed. To, he wouldn't be yeah, he welcome at the Oscars if he could be dressed up as the dictator. Yeah, so he yeah. does do that. And he shows up of course. there, comes up to Ryan Seacrest, and says he has in an urn the ashes of King John Eel, and just fucking pitches it on. Him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like right after the like they interview for a while, and <laughs> yeah. he, he did it so perfectly to make it look almost like it was an accident. Like he's turning to leave and it kind of plops out of his hand yeah. and right all over him. It was pretty funny. And I didn't see anything else from him the entire night. I heard night, Seacrest so was I think, Oh, he was totally pissed. Oh, yeah. but it, oh, I think I'm he sure just it was showed up. He's <laughs> like, I'm just going to go to the Oscars to throw dirt on Seacrest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dirt on an idiot. <laughs> good, well, that good, was funny. That, that good was pretty him. sweet. I saw the... Did you, did you see you saw Nick Nolte? Oh, yeah. Oh, there my was God. A, he was my, that was my favorite thing about the whole fucking thing. What? What did you ask me? Yeah. So, true or false, you have a pet crow? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> what did I the do? Confusion. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I got a crow. But then yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I got a crow." Yeah, yeah. yeah I got then, two crows. And then she asks him about the have? pinball machine, <laughs> and she's like, "You have a lucky pinball machine." And he's like, "Yeah, I got this pinball machine. You can play it. You can rack up a score on it." 
<laughs> yeah. And that was it. And, was then, like, and then she goes what's like, "What's magical about that pinball? All pinball machines have a score counter." Last and she time goes, I "She goes, does it predict Oscars?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. God, I love Nick Nolte. And when uh, when uh, Billy Crystal was doing his what people were thinking, and he came to Nick Nolte, yeah. and just the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the reaction out of Nolte was so bizarre. It looked like he was offended, but then totally confused. Like, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, nice. I just kicked the table at you. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. um, fucking Billy Crystal. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. It, like he might as well have been hosting in in like 1987. Sure, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. That's the medley at the beginning. His yeah. song, uh, I, which I, I tuned out halfway through. Yeah. I, like not even you know consciously. Just I it just turned into flipper tipper tipper No, those were the words. A shiny man walk around on the stage. The intro was bad enough because I thought like right off the bat it started almost funny like the Clooney kissing thing yeah, was kind of funny yeah, I was like okay I, I, it was fine be so it, Clooney was quite funny that yeah, yeah. that intro thing dropped off so quickly yeah, hard. quicker than almost <laughs> anything that I've seen in a while yeah. it was like oh that was funny boom there's right around the point where he got into the help that's yeah. where it was just well he segued into the help from blackface yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah like, and, and I think good on him for being able to pull off blackface at the Oscars I guess, but what I was like, is wrong with him I was like this is not what I was expecting <laughs> turning on the Oscars to see blackface somebody put a, a tweet out that was like whoever had like blackface in the first three minutes in their Oscar pool is really happy right now <laughs> um Oh yeah, well, I, I lost bad. my train. Yeah, yeah, really, and it was a lot of like, "Hey, go to the movies, everybody, yeah. please." Did you oh. see those girls coming out with, like, with the, popcorn the popcorn and stuff? And stuff? Yeah, yeah, that people was people that they were handing them to did not look like no. they, they were just like, "Okay, like, yeah, um, now. I got to hold this." Now. <laughs> uh, what what amazed me about like yeah, because Billy Crystal looked like an old man underneath. Like it looked like he put the face of a young man over top of like <laughs> the head of an old man because his face. neck was all down past his tits and shit. <laughs> yeah. But his hair was like this L'Oreal number five kind of color. Like <laughs> it was so so fake looking. I was pretty uh, alarmed by how fucking freakishly skinny Angelina Jolie is. Yeah, yes. that's just... seriously that was crazy. Yeah. You know, what weirded me out how she 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 stepped up to the to the mic to do her thing, but she spent some time like adjusting Getting herself her to put there. her leg. Yeah, yeah. she's she like a hooker thing. Yeah, she, like, and because she, she's so skinny, she looked like a crackhead. Really kind of like yeah, what are you? Yeah, yeah, like she, she looked you like. like? She, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Want a date? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Did like you see yeah, a hooker shot from that's no Community good. that she oh, yeah, yeah, was, right he was doing it. He was like, hey, yeah, that was great. Is that hilarious. what he was doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Oh, she was like, I didn't. She was like just off that. camera. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I lo- I love him. I, and yeah. I thought like I I forgot that that uh, him and and Nat Fax Nate Nat Faxon. Nat. I don't remember. Yeah, Nat. Yeah, uh, uh, wrote that, mm-hmm. and I think they wrote it. But Alexander Payne just did like some rewrites and yeah, shit. Yeah, so he was up too. <coughs> excuse me, I'm super sick. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's no excuse. Uh, but yeah, then Alexander Payne just babbled on for fucking eight yeah, years, I was and happy they just that he got stood his there leg and know because that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I found odd, I guess we'll talk about the awards in a moment, but uh, you know how they kept on cutting over to the the 
the second band, not the not the orchestra. Oh, the band pit. up in the yeah with Pharrell. Oh, and was that, was that so Sheila weird. E? Yeah, yeah, okay. And they like create the, and they would always have a different a revolving. Instrument. Yeah, 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 so it'd yeah. be like yeah. After this award, we've got the sexy, sultry violin player. Like yeah, 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 yeah with like which at first but was kind of like all right. Well, I see what you're I guess doing so. There, but, but I started because all the instruments were sort of semi futuristic looking. All I could think of when they'd cut to that band was that scene in Bill and Ted's where. Uh, uh, Beethoven is in the electronic store playing yeah. Yamaha keyboards, yeah. and everyone's like rocking out. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. <laughs> one of shiny suits, and yeah. that's probably what they were going for. <laughs> Most likely, <laughs> sounds good, Mister the Kid. That was some <laughs> bullshit music, though. Mm. Anyway, so the awards happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and then some people. Won yeah, some and we uh, uh, we can't even really report on it because the the movie that took home you know most of the major awards, none of us saw. <laughs> Which one? The artist. The artist? Yeah, I yeah, did. I yeah. called it, though. Yeah, yeah. I did call that one. That's the only one I got right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... I'm going to load up the... Uh, the well, that got here. director, best picture, best, uh, best actor, actor, and lead. Yeah. And I'm sure they're, they're all very deserving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Athena, Athena was, says it's very good. I'll take her word for it. So. Eh, it's just too many French people. Yeah. Well, That's I guess America much. likes the French again. That... Um, that thing that he did for the for all of the best picture things, he did like another song, right? That was just uh, like listing off the things, and he was like walking around and singing to all the nominees for the best picture. Am I? That's that happened, right? Oh, maybe I don't. And know. he like went over to Scorsese <laughs> and he sang about like you didn't you didn't whack anyone in this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was so weird and awkward and yeah. Too when, long he, when he was singing to Jonah Hill about like, like when you lose, there's cupcakes yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah which, which yeah. I kind of like. You're just a dick now. Yeah. And then he made several references to black women, like yeah. several weird references he made a bunch to black of stuff, women. Like, you'll have to drive really far. Yeah, to yeah. See I wanted to. Yeah. Like, I saw the help, and I wanted to hug the first black woman I saw. I'm like, I see how you think that that's not racist, but yeah. it kind of is a little. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next was best director, which went to the artist. Yeah. Uh, none of us saw best actor. The, the artist. artist. Yeah. Best actress, Meryl Streep. Yeah, I saw. Uh, Sorry, I saw that movie. Which <laughs> so, uh, the Iron Lady? Yeah, the Iron yeah, Lady. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's not I a great movie. Was she was wonderful in it. She's a always little good. surprised with that. It well, wasn't crazy surprising, but I read a lot about how uh, Viola Davis was going to win. That I was sure it was going to be her. Between, yeah, well, she was good in it, but again, I think we were talking about this last week. Just you know, Meryl Streep's just better than everyone. And when you realize that she hasn't actually won an Oscar since 1983, yeah, who hasn't? Meryl Streep? Yeah, she has. No, she hasn't. Uh... No, she's been nominated a ton like of times. She time, won, yeah. didn't she win for that Julie and Julia thing? Uh-uh. Are you 100% she sure? She won a Golden Globe for it, I think. Oh, okay. But no, I'm she not 100% sure, so I will defer since, to you, uh, yeah, but she I'm going to secretly think you're wrong. Uh, I think she won through the miracle of the internet. I will yeah, find. It up, but yeah, it was uh, so- Sophie's Choice for lead, and I think it was one of the... Maybe supporting for Kramer versus Kramer or something she like that. She won nomination mm-hmm. for Deer Hunter, winner for Kramer versus Kramer. There you go. She later won Academy Award for Best Actress for her performance in Sophie's Choice in 1982 and, and Iron, Lady Iron Lady in 2000. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's been like, that's crazy. I so, still secretly yeah, think you're she, 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 she should have more than three, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I thought it was kind of like. Uh, like a weird thing for her to say when she gets up and she's all like, oh, I just heard this collective groan of everyone going, oh, not her again. I'm like, what did you just say? Like, <laughs> I know I win all the time. <laughs> uh, 
Um, uh, Christopher but Plummer. she was great. Yeah, oh, Christopher Plummer. I, yeah, I think we all. His speech was incredible. It was great. It was so classy. It was classy. Oh, did he win? Like classy Hollywood again. Yeah. You know? I didn't see that. No. I was mm. busy. It was a good speech. So was his Golden Globe speech. Yes. Yeah. It was really good. And he deserved it too because his performance was incredible. Yeah. In that movie, uh, Beginners. And it was nice that he did like uh, it was for a good performance, not just like eh, good for a career. Yeah. Here you go, like Jeff Bridges and Crazy Heart. He's really yeah. good in it, and, but but not it, not yeah, uh, not. Okay, I wouldn't even put it winning. in his top ten performances, no. really. You know, that's just um, he's been awesome forever. Here you go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Our bad. <laughs> uh, what's next? Best supporting actress. Octavia Spencer. That was oh weird my God. thing about that. That was adorable. Was uh, yeah, yeah, incredibly adorable. <laughs> I'm but freaking they, out. But they <laughs> cut her off. They what? They like they played her off. Did they really? She was the only one of the uh, as far as I remember. I thought she was telling them like wrap it up. Was, I want to yeah, get like, out of here. I thought she sort <laughs> of like oh, really? just started to walk away. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought she was reading. She was kind of like sorry, she said, sorry. She said like I know wrap it up because I thought maybe like on the screen. Oh no, she was telling the band to start wrapping it up because she wanted to get the fuck out of there. I thought that I thought that was the most genuine, most genuine Oscar speech I've ever seen. Like oh, I can't believe they kind of played her off. Oh no, she was asking for it. Like I'm freaking out. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, which was adorable. Was I love that. Like, I, yeah. I, I yeah. like it, it, for it's, me, it, it was so much more refreshing than you know, like fucking Adrian Brody going around kissing everybody. Yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, and you can tell when that's genuine and when it isn't. Yeah, yeah. And so when moments like that sneak in, where it's like super genuine, you can tell she's kind of almost going to cry and mm-hmm. she's freaking out. You're like, oh, like that was great. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, I, would, I don't know. Overall, I think it was just an uh, underwhelming Oscars because the nominations yeah, weren't very exciting. You know, yeah, uh, it wasn't as bad as like uh, the beginning of the uh, of the two thousands when you had like Gladiator and a beautiful yeah. mind wedding. Just oh, for sure. You go back and watch some of the movies from the early two thousand; they are dated, <laughs> like in the worst way. Like yeah. terrible thrillers that are fucking almost unwatchable. Like I tried well, to watch. The Watcher with Keanu Reeves once. Oh, man, that's I mean, bad. That's a bad movie. That's so bad. I don't even know what with, that is. Oh, it's hilarious. To begin with, that's a shitty movie, like, script and shit. Mm-hmm. But you fucking try and watch that movie, the style of it, and the way that it's trying to, like, ape the other popular movies at the time. Like, yeah. Seven, I don't know. When did Seven come out? That was... 94. Yeah. So it's like yeah. everyone was trying to do that, but it went MTV-style editing and just fucking failing at it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that David Fincher knew what he was doing with that. Yeah. Um... Yeah. All right. What else? Was there anything else? Uh, oh, I was. I was so. I, I. I so love that I live in a world now where Brett McKenzie has an. Uh, yes, I was about to say has an Oscar. I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that that's was awesome. Right. Yeah. That was a good pick for the. Like, yeah. What was the other? Um, what? Yeah. Rio uh, or something. Rio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some bullshit. Well, only song. two nominations. I, I think we talked about this last week too. But that, what the fuck? Just get yeah, rid of, get, get rid of the. You know. Yeah. Two. I think. Th- I think they are. I think they're. Yeah. Facing and it. they don't even do the performances anymore. Remember, there used to be a performance yeah. thing. Yeah. Not that, that I'm pisses like me missing off. that. No, that pisses but me off. But I want this, this the one year, time. This this year and when they when Blame Canada was uh, uh, was nominated and that was disappointing because they got fucking Robin Williams to do it to ruin it. Yeah. Well, I don't know the the not having the. The performances saves us from another uh, crash when the, when the song from Crash was nominated. Oh, yeah. They had like interpretive people dancing oh, yeah. around flaming cars and it was stuff. The worst. Oh, oh, I don't remember that, but that sounds wonderfully <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah. Watch so it on YouTube; bad. it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, uh, but yeah, oh, I mean, the whole thing is a sham because if nothing from uh, Team America is ever going to get nominated, yeah. then nothing yeah. should. Um, yeah. Anyway, are we done with the Oscars? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm bored of it. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> I'm done with overall, it. it was another pretty shitty. Yeah. Oscars. Or and as, I'm going to uh, watch them again next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess we can wrap up on it with, uh, you know, as uh, George C. Scott said when he uh, declined his Oscar nomination yeah, for Patton. Amazing. 
It's just nothing but a goddamn meat parade, and I don't want any part of it. <laughs> Perfection. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sweet. George T. Scott is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Meat parade. Okay. All right. Well, we Has all... there ever been a band called Meat Parade? <laughs> meat Parade? <laughs> That's on the back burner right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, we all listen to Disappears, right? Yeah. The yes. Disappears album is out. Pre-language. Probably by the time this drops. Yeah. But, um, uh, so tomorrow. Yes. Pre-language. Have you you guys listened to Dis- Disappears before, or is this your first? Those are my first time listening to Disappears. First, uh, first time okay. as well. Because yeah, I'm familiar with their other two albums. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it'll, I think it'll be interesting. So what did you guys think as your first first go? Uh, I got to say, overall, um, I listened to it a couple of times, so I haven't really spent that much time with it to get tired yeah. of it or to really love it. But I got to say, uh, you can really tell who their influences are mm-hmm. on very specific songs. Yeah. Um, but overall, I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I could see myself either growing to like it or growing to hate it. Uh, I really dug mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You got, uh, just for background for people, um, well, on this album, uh, their third one, Pre-Language, you got uh, Steve Shelley on drums from yes. Sonic Youth. Is that right? Drummer because that, that, was my, that was my immediate thought. What was the song? Yeah. Hibernation Sickness? Mm-hmm. That song is so frigging Sonic Youth. Yeah, yeah it's the, yeah, mm-hmm. it's his, his <clears throat> first with them. Yeah, and uh, it's, uh, the band is uh, uh, fronted by Brian Case, who's former 90 Day Men and uh, uh, second guitarist for The Ponies. For the Ponies, yeah. Is, uh, if anyone doesn't know The Ponies, go get laced with Romance. Yes. Um, all based out of Chicago. Yep. And so, yeah, I guess uh, this appears as considered shoegaze, kraut rock. Which yes. Yeah. Mean. They're the, the <laughs> thing about what? Yes. Kraut rock, yeah. Kra- yeah. Um, and and uh, that's such a less, lazy term, though. Yeah. yeah. I guess. But that's it, there's a lot less of that influence on this album compared mm-hmm. to their last two. Yeah, um, I don't I don't really understand I got that their comparison. first album Lux when it came out and I really loved it. And they kind of you're right about their influences. They garner a lot of like, yo, this sounds a lot like there's a lot of guitar noise, so I'm going to reference My Bloody Valentine and mm-hmm. and Did they ever get Pixies cuz there's so much like in the, the vocals especially. There's mm-hmm. a song called Joa, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, well, yeah. which is so Black Francis-y. Yeah. And there's bits that, like, our moments were really uh, reminded they, me vocally and, I guess, kind of maybe uh, intention-wise, uh, Funhouse by the Stooges. Yes. Uh, yeah. Very, very iggy on that. You know, really? Not really a whole lot of choruses going mm-hmm. on or anything no. or hooks. Just, you know. That's the thing kind of about them that I think I like personally, but they're not, I don't want to say that they're not a songs band, but they're more of, like, and I don't want to say that they're an albums band because that's kind of pretentious. But like, like the the, the album. It's itself, okay if you say it like albums band. <laughs> they're, an al- they're an album band. But like, but it's more about atmosphere over the course of the entire yeah, record. Yeah, sure. And it is about like specific songs. It's kind of I don't know. Yeah, it's about like mood and atmosphere. It's totally, super it's very cinematic it's like, listening. Yeah. Um, but but it didn't piss me off. Like uh, the, it's a fine line with a jammy album yeah. that, that 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 can totally piss me off. And this really didn't. Like I found it moved along. Well, it's not really a jammy album. I, I, it's, no. it's more of a groove yeah. oriented yeah. Right. thing. You Perfect. know. And that's the thing about their older stuff is their their first album was pretty lo-fi, and this album is is definitely the next step in them towards being more accessible. It's definitely mm-hmm. a lot slicker. But do you know who produced it? Um, I can find out. Okay. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, anyway, but but they're one of those bands where their first album was lo-fi, and then they put out their second album, Guider, 
And it was they were they're one of those bands that did a step back on their second album. Like their first album's lo-fi, but it's still kind of catchy. But it's a little bit more uh, repetitive than the new one, pre-language. But Guider was way less accessible than their first one. It was much more lo-fi, and the album consisted of the first side was like a handful of one or two minute songs that were all very fast and kind of just the same kind of thing over and over again. And then the second side was just a 16 minute track (laughs) (laughs) of like crazy, like you said, Kraut Rock Jam, super repetitive, but in like a fucking, I really like them in a really cool way. And their old drummer was good too. Not to say that the new drummer isn't. I mean, the new drummer's from fucking Sonic Youth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steve Shelley. Is, so is Steve Shelley just with them now? He's part of their band. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Sonic Youth is done. Why? Really? Because fucking because they're Thurston getting divorced. And Kim? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just yeah. I read them by something about name, last <laughs> like last <laughs> show. They, they just that. toured Brazil or something, and apparently they're like, "That's going to be it." I'm so glad I got to see them. Before. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Before they fucking Fuck yeah. fucked off, but that's upsetting. It's very upsetting. Because they didn't make, they didn't start making shitty albums no, yet. No, no. Like. That's the, uh. Um, I can't find who they recorded with, but it says they recorded at Sonic Youth's Echo Canyon West Studio and oh, mixed yeah. with John somebody. I don't know the name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I really like it. I think it, it's a really good step towards being more accessible and the sonics of it kind of open up. Like in their other albums, you don't really get that definition between the guitars. It's kind of more of like a sludgy sound. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's it's good. They've taken a step towards being accessible, but it's still not... Like no, it's not pop rock pop or something. Rock album. No, yeah. I think it's a really good balance that they've done, and the new drummer is really good at striking a balance between their influences, their crot rock stuff, mm-hmm. like super repetitive. But he knows when to bring something new in. Like on the first song, it's kind of like going along at its little pace, but then he brings in like the double time hi hats, yeah. like yeah. just the right moment to be like, as satisfying. As he really it is be. one of the most underrated drummers of all time. I'd yeah, say. and 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 one of the most recognizable. I'm surprised that that I, I didn't pick up on that. Well, well, he's a clever drummer. He's not. He doesn't yeah. just do the same thing over and over. His but only, he is, his only, he is you know, so recognizable. Like like he he's got things that he does. Sure. Yeah. But there's a lot of them. <laughs> but not things that well, and and not things that he relies on mm. necessarily. But he's got kind of signature things. Yeah, he suits the band really well. I like it. I, it's like you said. I mean, I've only listened to it mm-hmm. from Friday until now on Monday. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, I've listened to it six or seven times. But yeah, it'll but it'll be nice to I, see if I grow into it and love it, or if I kind of am waiting for their next one. Yeah, I'll yeah. see if I keep listening to it beyond today because yeah. I really kind of 
tried to cram it in over mm-hmm. the last week to mm-hmm. get an impression of it. So yeah, yeah. No, I've been which it. I've been enjoying it, but we'll see if it you know stays in my rotation. But I think it's a pretty good album. You know, uh, I think title track would be my favorite yeah. language. So uh, definitely worth checking out if you're a fan of uh, Disappears or Ponies or Sonic Youth. Um, yeah, um, it's out tomorrow. What's the I date? I have to say, I think that my favorite uh, my favorite track was that Joa uh, track. Yeah, Joa's like, really yeah, good. Like, I really like that. Uh, like, I, I like don't say that it sounded too. super Black yes. Francis-y in, in like the way that, you know, Modest Mouse pisses me off. Mm. Uh, um, like, I find it to be influences as opposed to just yes. like, I'm trying to sound like this. So I really like that song. Um, yeah, so tomorrow is the 28th of Tuesday. Tuesday the 28th. <laughs> That's the 28th of Tuesday. February. <laughs> Do that again, February. <laughs> no, no, wait, no. guys, stop for a second. Stop. Nope, that's stop. it. That's stop. what I. That's stop what I call it I'm going to cut it late. February 27th is today, and tomorrow is the 28th. Tomorrow's the 28th of Tuesday. <laughs> of Tuesday. Fuck you. That is staying in. I'm leaving. <laughs> anyway, uh. it's great. Their uh, their website's disappearsmusic.com. You should definitely get it. Yeah. And that's it. So, mm. what are we going to talk about next? Let's talk about Cloud Nothings. Mm-hmm. That's uh, now. This is uh, the new Cloud Nothing's album, Attack on Memory, yeah. third record. Steve Albini, Steve Albini yeah. produced. Uh, they uh, they hail from Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, yeah, I don't know. That, I'm going to be hard pressed to find another album this year that's this good. It's crazy that it came out so early. I hope people don't forget about it because it's fucking great. It's fantastic. The best thing I've heard in quite some time. Yeah. Really. <clears throat> and not super surprising because I've liked a lot of their stuff up until now, but this mm-hmm. is definitely like I was saying with disappears is, is the next step. But this is a fucking jump. Oh yeah, yeah, it's huge for definitely. me. It, I, it's, I, sorry, go ahead. It's hard for me to get past a band name, and this is one of the stupidest band names I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I are you kidding? Cloud di- Nothing is not it, the stupidest thing no, you've ever not. heard. <laughs> it's not. It's not a great name. I wouldn't rave about their name, but I don't think about the name. I'm just like Cloud Nothings. Mm. But, it just well, go, it's in one ear and out the other. I don't even think see, of it as For me, good or it bad. was like I, I was almost embarrassed to say the name of the band. And then I started listening to the album and now now I like But it, like I it's I avoided because the, the, album the Brotherhood so album like we tight. said last mm. time. Like I avoided the Jeff of the Brotherhood album. That's a fucking bad name. That's a really yeah. bad name. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Cloud Nothings is just so. I don't Stupid. know. It's just a thing. I don't know. I don't find it as offensive <laughs> as some things. It's not a great name, but I, it'll do. For finishing my sentence, what I was <laughs> I th- trying to I not figured, say. <laughs> you no, know, it's that. very dumb. What you're trying to say is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, that's not what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Then I, I missed the point. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just I don't think I don't think of it as anything. It's yeah, no, yeah, it's just name, it's whatever, what the yeah. name is. Yeah, it doesn't bother me that much. Um, uh, it doesn't. And it, well, I mean, I guess that's my point. Is that it, it for for. Uh, uh, an album name or for a band name to be that stupid, the album has to be really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard any of their other stuff. This is my first, uh, yeah. uh, my first sort of foray into them. And um, uh, and yeah, like I I just went nuts for this album. Yeah, yeah, it's quite good. Uh, um, it was my introduction to them, but then I went and got the first two records yeah. afterwards, and they're they're different. They're very different. Very they're, different, but yeah. very good. Very good, but still the not, last not album, quite as good the self the self titled one is so <clears throat> such a poppy, mm. almost pop punk album. It has that kind of like well, there's a there's a certain it. element of that yeah. on, on mm-hmm. um, Attack on Memory. I, I, I don't know if it's because Steve Albini recorded it. But the new one kind of reminds me of like uh, this like Jawbreaker. They were a band. Yeah, like, I could see like, that. Kind of that like not 
I don't want to say emo, but just that kind of like raw '90s kind of aggressive, mm-hmm. yeah. but super melodic and, and and just fucking great. Yeah, you can hear some but Descendants really in there. You can yeah. hear some Nirvana in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. but all of it in taste, tasteful songs. Enough. On there. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. the only song I don't really like. I mean, Actually, I don't mind. It's that. fine. Oh, no, fall I, I, in I, I find fine. to be to be sort of Green Day. Well, just just that hook, not the whole tune. Yeah. But the thing yeah. about that out that song, Fall In, is it's such it puts you off so quick. Oh yeah. But now that I I listen to the album, yeah, I'm okay with it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, this is actually not bad. Now yeah, that yeah. I spent time with it, yeah, especially because yeah, the too. verses it, are great. Oh, yeah. they're excellent. The verses are gr- fucking awesome, and yeah. it actually makes me wait for that chorus because I'm yeah. like, yeah, hey, it's all right to like it's this. Back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the song directly after that, and I can't remember what it's called. What's it called? That stroke. Uh, stay useless. Stay, stay useless. useless. Yeah. Uh, like we were talking about this before, I like the sentiment of the song. Yeah, and, and it's very elemental, and yeah. it's, it, it sounds a little strokesy to me, which. That, you need, you need a single, fine. right? Like yeah. uh, sometimes a great album has to have a. a uh, I think so. Stages. That single and that was one of the songs they released before it came out. And they also released uh, "Wasted Days," the one with the big really the first in full day. version that was like or a like a, yeah, an the edit. whole thing. I think. No kidding, I think. that's an eight minute song. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Sorry, I'm wrong. The first the first song before "Wasted Days," no future, no past, no past yeah, was, yeah. The, was one of the song. first songs that was released off that's the album, really and then "Stay Useless." I like "Stay Useless." It's fine. It's you know. Oh yeah, me too. I think "Stay Useless" is probably. Um, the most, the song that's the most sounding like a leftover from their prior sound. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it feels a little out of place on the album. Li- yeah, a little. It's, not, I mean, Fall In sounds super poppy, but it's not really in a way that they used to do. And no, because the, the verses are pretty like abrasive. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, if you're going to have a, a kind of, I don't know challenging record in a way because it is in, in yeah. some parts you need to shock the monkey on there it's gonna you know <laughs> you gotta sell some move some units you yeah know? Exactly. get it on there it's out of place doesn't make any fucking sense but you got you need to shuck the monkey yeah yeah shock the monkey to tonight and yeah I don't well, know, why did you sing like headfield because <laughs> that's the only <laughs> way to sing things yeah yeah i don't know um the, i even like the instrumental Oh song, yeah, which, which, yeah. Is, which is well, rare on a rock album like this. Like, yeah, what was well, the that drummer. The first couple good. times I listened to it, I didn't even notice that it was an instrumental no, it, song. It's, it's yeah, just, they change it it's up got a great couple movements times to it. Yeah, 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 it's not like, repetitious. Um, that band that was popular a while back, uh, Surfer Blood. Mm-hmm. Like their first album had a bunch of instrumentals on yeah. it, and I kind of got. I they thought, were like, deadly is, boring. Yeah, super boring. <laughs> this is a lot of fucking filler. Uh-huh. But on this album, like I like the. Yeah, I, I like, like it a lot. I never songs, skip it or anything. Yeah. Um, and you know, there are songs on here like uh, "No Sentiment," which might be my favorite track on it. Which is just, it's I don't know. It just it sounds big and dirty and like yeah. it has bad intentions for you you know yeah. <laughs> that's oh. great and because it is really wearing its influences on its sleeve the album definitely really hear a lot of the uh, that's that late 80s underground stuff that eventually led into what the alternative mainstream movement was and grunge mm-hmm. and everything you know but it has that earlier reckless sound that was you know a little bit violent and a little bit dangerous like, yeah you know, like, yeah like, like dream like, nation or it's willing to surprise like a little you. bit yeah, of like absolutely. heroin in an alleyway somewhere yeah uh, you know uh, uh, there are elements of the album actually that that maybe just in tone uh, uh almost reminded me of trail of dead of, sure um, yeah i can see that a little of uh, uh specifically uh worlds apart mm-hmm just in its in its sort of like grittiness and still sort of poppiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lear- I actually found the lyrics on this album to be really awesome too. Yeah, I they're really quite good. Thought that it captured that kind of like 
early 20s yeah like yeah. worry and kind of i love this guy's delivery and kind too. Of, yeah. it's great yeah. and it's really so refreshing it, to hear such an angsty album that doesn't have any fucking irony all over yeah, it. it's just it's, straight up emotional but not tongue in cheek yeah, yeah he just yeah. sounds like it, a cranky teen yeah, yeah just, he's it, fucking pissed it really and fuck captures you. that <laughs> super well and not yeah like you're it's not cheesy and it's not it doesn't sound forced or faked it just no, it's very very kind of because it's it's it doesn't really come out and spell it a lot of the times. Like the first song, he's just screaming "No future, no past" or yeah, whatever. But I you somehow it. find to be like fucking relating to it. You know, <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah. Man, no future, fucking right. Like what? Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> what? But, but he's not saying anything. He's just saying these four words. Yeah, and, but yeah. but the delivery kind of says it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you mean it, you know, that's yeah. gonna do it. So, and that's that's one of the things that I think mm-hmm. why this album is such a jump from the past stuff because. Mm-hmm. It's the first time he's really let himself off the hinges in terms of vocally. It's yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Whereas yeah, before it's just, always been poppy. Yeah, his voice is very menacing at, at, at times and then just very, like, cranky. Like, yeah. there's something, and, and I love that. Like, I love that kind of delivery. I read somewhere that uh, Al- Albini's production on it, um, well, actually from the, the lead guy. Uh, oh, yeah, there was the interview. It was on Pitchfork or something. Where he was saying, yeah, all Albini, all he did played was Scrabble played Scrabble and stuff. Yeah, yeah. what happened? He now? said he said basically they, there was an interview where he made a comment about how Albini was just kind of there and they kind of just did their thing. Yeah, and he was like checking Facebook and playing f- words with friends the whole time. Right, yeah. but later he kind of took it back and said like, of course that's what they focused on in that interview because it's the most, it's yeah, the most it's, you know, it's, it's going to start scandalous kind of thing. Sure. But, but at the same but time, he was basically but, trying but, to, sorry. we've sorry, got sorry. we've got some friends. Oh, sorry, am I? Uh, no, I just want to say that basically he was saying I wasn't meaning it in a negative way. I'm just right. saying Albini has this room. And it's not necessarily so much that he's producing it. It's that, like, you're using his room and his setup. He's just fucking recording it. That's kind of why Albini's albums kind of all sound the same. Right. he just puts them in the room that yeah, sounds he's like that. always been about atmosphere. Yeah. Right. Well, we, we've got some friends who, who recorded with Steve Albini. And, Talk, really? And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. From and, fiction. And, and oh he says, uh, 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 Owen, um, I think he played bass for them. Yeah, he played uh, bass for... Uh, for From Fiction. fiction. Um, and, uh, uh, and he said, like, you know... You know, you think, oh well, I'm I'm going to record with Steve Albini. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like this is like this crazy thing. But man, if you've got the money, anyone can re- record with Steve Albini. Yeah, yeah. And he's just a guy, you know, running exactly. a business. Like that's that's yeah, what that's he the does. Thing. Like and he let Jawbreaker record there for like dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. He was just like, okay, yeah, th- this is all the money they have. I'll record it for that. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that should be. I think that's fine. To, uh, sometimes a producer can get too involved mm-hmm. with an album. You know, and for some bands that works, like uh, you know, uh, Radiohead or something like that. When you're yeah. really going to be using studio magic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Casey is running Casey away. Lost Casey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> The magic of podcasting. Oh, man. But, like, you know, the Rick Rubin, he doesn't really do anything fancy. No. He just, you know, checks out He's the band. He's got a pretty big beard. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a very fancy beard. Yeah. That thing's motherfucking uh, he fancy. He just figures out a band's strengths and uh, lets those shine for yeah. him, you know? Uh, you know, he often cites early ACDC albums being, you know, perfectly recorded and produced albums because it's just... Drums, yeah, it's, vocals yeah, yeah. in the middle, guitar, yeah, guitar on, on the left, left guitar on the right. Easy, that was like perfection. I'm yeah, assuming. and it is. Yeah. It's a band yeah. in a room, and that's usually what you want. What, yeah, yeah. Role, yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah. And he looks anyway. like Larry Charles. So yeah, <laughs> so why not? Anyway, yeah. It's a, I. This is just. It's a great album, and fucking. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Cranked up. 
totally. which is awesome. Yeah, but I can't put it down. So uh, I'm, I'm ex- yeah, I just yeah, no. It- I mean, I, I have a feeling this is going to be my summer album. Yes, yeah, we are, for sure. Yeah. I just hope it doesn't get Zodiac. You know, I hope that it's not like overlooked at the end of the year because it came out so early. <laughs> Is that a thing? Zodiac. I don't know. I just made it a thing right now. Yeah, I was like, uh, Zodiac Killer? Uh. <laughs> I hope so. No, but like it came out so early in yeah, the year. Yeah. I, yeah. A lot yeah, of the times, albums that Second I love that come out yeah, yeah. early in the year, people don't. What is Zodiac? What does that mean? Well, the, David the Fincher's yeah, yeah. movie came Great out movie. Oh, the movie. early in the year uh, no. and yeah, yeah. got snubbed yeah, uh, right. for shit at the Which is a Academy shame. Awards. Great flick. It was like the best of the year. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, Cloud Nothings, Attack on Memory. Outstanding. Go yeah. get it. Great album. I need to get it. I need to Great album. Great something. band name. <laughs> <laughs> I've come around in this past 15 it, minute conversation. Oh, man. I, <laughs> I disagree with you, Dan. I think it's good. Oh. <laughs> well, I've decided I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Um, all right. Well, uh, uh, March 21st, I believe, kicks off. March 21st is second. I yes. guess 21st is like unofficially official. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they always do something on that night, but it's not the biggest of like the concert nights. Right, but uh, Canadian Music Week. Yep, mm. in CMW. Toronto, now, Ontario. Did they? Didn't they? Uh, they tried to switch it around to Canadian Music Festival. Are they still right? trying to do that. CMF. CMF yeah, but yeah. like, no, no one CMF accepted everywhere. it. They were like, no. "We're called CMF now," and everyone's like, "No, fuck, no, you're not." Yeah. No, I see, Idiot. It on, I see it on Twitter. People are calling it CMF and shit. And I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, I don't know what that is." Nobody. No. I didn't make the connection because no one acknowledged it. It was like. Nope. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't flow. We're all used to one thing. And why? Why? Like, why change it? Oh, who knows? Yeah. It's like, well, we're just getting recognition. Let's make it confusing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's throw them a fucking loop. <laughs> no more bands. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a bad idea we're for a music festival. We're only art installations this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so leading up to uh, Canadian Music Week, we're going to be profiling uh, a couple of bands a show. Maybe one, maybe two. Who knows? Yes. Uh, then we're going to do two this week. All right. So uh, for our first uh, Canadian Music Week showcase, is that what we're calling showcase? Showcase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Showcase. All right. Spotlight. Spotlight. Oh. Spotlight. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Wild Domestic. Uh, they're playing at Ranch Relaxo on uh, the Friday of uh, Canadian Music Week at 2 a.m., which is fairly early for... First CMW, <laughs> yeah. Fucking week. Um, you are going to want to check this out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these guys are, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, there's elements of post rock. Yeah, going there's on definitely a, an element of post rock from what I yeah. from what I was hearing. Uh, great. I, I, uh, I just got their, uh, their vinyl and it, I was uh, pretty satisfied with it because uh, they have such an intense live show. It's loud. It's very, very loud, but in a good way. Just I've not big. seen them live. I'll, this will be my first time. It's, Am I working really, that really night? really good. Uh, yeah, you are. Sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's, a, it's a great live show that has a lot of energy and just intensity to it. And sometimes a band uh, of this nature just doesn't translate to the album, but it, it, it really does for them. Mm-hmm. The album yeah, that's great. always disappointing. Oh, yeah, like when you see off. an awesome band live and it's just not produced the right way. Yeah, yeah like it just doesn't have the life yeah, or the energy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it totally worked out for them. Um, I mean, it's a different experience, but I mean, it yeah. kind of should be. Uh, but yeah, their live show is great. Uh, again, it just it's it's a sonic assault. It's yeah. really really something else. And oh, I could see that. It's it's a very uh, densely layered. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what say, they're doing up there. From what I heard, it does kind of have that element 
of like what got really popular in indie rock, like the instrument, like multiple instrumentation, and it's mm-hmm. very layered and stuff. But it, yeah. but it has that kind of post rock edge to it, from what I was hearing. Yeah, I've only heard like two songs. Two. Well, I, I listened to it a long time ago, but I don't know why it didn't stick with me. Um, I think I was just kind of skimming through bands that were playing or something, and I yeah. just was like, oh, this sounds all right, and moving along. But but when we were listening to it today, the first song, uh, universally known slash already forgotten, it's like an mm-hmm. eight minute song, was mm-hmm. fucking great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to download it. Yeah, it's quite good. I uh, uh, we listen to. I think like a true test for me is uh, like hanging out with a bunch of people, uh, having beers um, after a very long night, uh, and and just like a lot of ridiculous conversation going on. And every once in a while, I'd be like, "Are we still listening to Wild Domestic? Yeah, fuck, this, this is, great. is great. Like yeah. it, like every once in a while, it would stop me being a jackass. Yeah, and, it'll and, it'll and cut through. Like I gotta listen. Yeah, to this for that a is the definitely because because the, the the more drunk you get, the more you start like locking in with the music. And you're like, damn. Yeah, yeah, and, and and yeah, like it would just every once in a while it would just totally catch me. Yeah, I'll uh, uh, I'll plug their site. Yeah, let's if do you that. want to if you want to hear their self titled album, you can check it out on Bandcamp. It's wilddomesticband.bandcamp.com uh, their digital album looks like it's five dollars mm-hmm. it's a steal and if you come out to the show they generally have their merch with them yeah. you can pick it up on vinyl and again it sounds great um, um, the, so the next night Saturday March 24th mm-hmm. at 10, 10 o'clock nice and early is Speaking tongues. Yes, there are, yeah. there are two pieces. You know, I, at ten o'clock, I'd Duo. say that's almost too early for this band because that, <laughs> yes. that's a good let's get fucked up band. On there, the there's there's so the, much energy. The two piece. Uh, yeah, two piece yeah. blues band, uh, fronted by Aaron Doyle, um, Pete Ross, the drummer, mm-hmm. hell yeah. of a drummer, mm-hmm. and a fine harmonica player. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're one of those bands like they do a two piece thing. They're they're a very blues rocky kind of thing. So from that. From that description, you can really compare them to the Black Keys yes. or to the White Stripes or oh, something yeah. like that. But that's where the comparison ends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're not one of it's, those bands that you go, oh, well, they're that. Well, I figured them out. Mm-hmm. No, you haven't. No, no. Yeah. They aren't doing the indie two-piece yeah, blues no. band thing. No, no they, they sound they, they sound so much more genuine. Yeah, and yeah. gigantic. It's a big sound. It is yeah. a very big sound. And that's the thing in that genre. Exactly. You're right. Like, you say two-piece. They're kind of bluesy. People yeah. kind of have, the, like, an idea already in their head because that's well, such an overcrowded genre yeah yeah but they do it with like yeah they just do it right they do it yeah. genuine yeah. well they have, first off amount, their drummer can play drums energy. which is nice yeah yeah <laughs> pretty handy uh yeah yeah because so many people just be like oh, i'll do something simple because the guitar is going to carry it through yeah. Ella, when yeah. it's right yeah i don't know if they have the new album on vinyl yet i hope they do because the album artwork is ridiculous uh, oh yeah, it's like the really detailed that painting. Kind of painting. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they genuinely have generally have a really really good posters. It, oh, that's it that's there, it right here. Yeah, that, that is fantastic. something else. It has if you that, people like, could see it's got a streetcar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks a lot like it looks like, like a like 70s, 70s action movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of, it's like the two of them with an explosion behind them. Yeah, it's top notch. And you know, their like, posters are always at some point on their album, one of them is going to fuck Pam Greer. But yeah, they're just nothing but a good time. Um, that's ten o'clock, so that's easy for everyone to do. I think on a Saturday, ten o'clock. I'll be there. I'll Am be I there too. That night? <laughs> yeah, I'll I be there. So. <laughs> well, even if I'm not working that night, I'm gonna be here. Well, let's get yeah, people their uh, their band camp. Uh, okay, yeah, their band camp is thespeakingtongues.bandcamp.com, and you can get their. I think this this is their self title. Yeah, and they 10 have bucks, their split. 
seven inch that I uh, that I have on vinyl. It's awesome. It's really good. Yeah, split seven inch with who? With the Rue Moore Counts. I think they're an American band, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Because they went to America to record this split seven inch. I think America. They went. America. They went to America. America. <laughs> they went to America. Traveled down. Oh went man. Went on down to America. Yeah. To start a new life. <laughs> And then they came back <laughs> <laughs> because they realized it didn't work. Went to start a new life. America. Settled for a seven inch. <laughs> um, Just kidding, America. I love you. <laughs> Otto, we didn't talk about the Twitter like we said we were, did we? No, no, we got, no, we got no, Twitter no, no. now. Well, we're yeah. going to round out, right? This yeah. is about it. This is about yeah. I think I we're think done. This is this is it. Yeah, we covered everything that we were going to talk. We've about. got a, We have a Twitter for the people now. Yes. Yeah. Yep. What is it? You made Casey made it. So I did. You know the, You know it. It's, uh, well, I don't know which one to, like, if they type in mm. at S-Y-N-W-P-C. Yes. yes. Which see stands for See You Next Wednesday, Wednesday what? podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys want to plug personal Twitter? We might as well. Well, actually, I just, I, I, a year ago, almost to the day, I started my own Twitter account, oh, and yeah, I haven't yeah. written anything. I saw. And I'm so last <laughs> night, uh, while I was watching Grimm, I decided, well, let's get this thing a little more. You were thinking, more. I got a lot to say about Grimm. Right. <laughs> yeah. And People so I didn't hear about this. I shit. didn't really tweet anything. I just, you know, uh, filled in more of it and I just started following some people. So I only had like 13 followers, mm-hmm. just a few people that I know. And uh, then I just followed probably, I don't know, 50 or 60 people. Mm-hmm. And then that was that. And yeah. then I woke up today and I have now, actually, I have almost 100 followers. Nice. But like... 65 or 70 of them are all sex poker. Oh, internet yeah. horrors. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yes. It's dude, insane. Internet horrors are all over Twitter. Oh, yeah. I know they're all over, but this and was they, outrageous because I now a, have more followers than the mother load does, but it's all way, yeah. hookers. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it kind of went away. I didn't it find is a myself. great way to find a hooker. Yeah. If, you, if, you're, uh, so, if you didn't actually want to get well, hookers. Well, I'm, I'm even going to take a look <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. It's, it's good to find theoretical hookers. I found the our... Twitter, the uh, uh, see you next Wednesday, and so that was what time was that? Maybe about four o'clock. Sure, sure. And it's seven thirty now. Since then, I have another twenty six hookers. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe to assume that they're all hookers. Yeah. Oh wait, no. One of them's Anthony East. He's not a hooker that I'm aware of. <laughs> Uh, but some of them are like they're always you know made up names or whatever. Like I got Hope Sears and Anita yeah. Salat. It's it's. But a couple of them are dude names. Where's like are they white? Yeah, I got like dude names like Howard, uh, you know, yeah. Brian or something. Oh, I know him. He's good. Yeah, he's very good. <laughs> then you click you, on you it, but it's a picture him. of like a spread leggy chick, yeah. and, and it says watch, watch my hot blowjob dot com. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> the, the lazy hey, Howard. Sweet titties. Yeah. The laziest fam people ever. Just like, uh, oops, I used my name. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, to- he totally forgot what, and used what's his own name. name. Please enter your name. Howard. Howard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you click on Donald? it? Donald. all your yeah. needs. Yeah, I click on it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I do because I'm like, eh, it's going to be boobies. Uh, so anyway, well, if anyone other than hookers wants to, no, hookers included. Yeah, yeah. well, don't, well don't, hookers only. Yeah, they're yeah. people too. 
Yeah, they are. You know, they want, they want to know what my Twitter has to say. Yeah. About Grim. Yeah. Uh, but I just, Greg LeGrow on Twitter, uh, you probably find me. Or just go to, it's easier to probably just go through, uh, see, you see you next, next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me. Casey Lyons. At, yeah, I'm Casey L. Lyons. And I'm YCKMD underscore. Why are things why hard? Are you that, guys? <laughs> to make yeah. things as hard so as no one will possible. follow Dan Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> what does right. that mean anyway? Yeah. Can you say or? Oh God! It's uh, I can say yeah. It's a reference to a They Might Be Giants song. Ah, oh, okay, nice. all right. Youth well, culture killed I'll my let dog. that go. Ah, yeah. Underscore. Underscore. <laughs> I thought that they. I thought that they had In missed underscore for uh, putting an underscore at the end of the song. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's our Twitters and stuff. All right. So, so uh, hopefully next week we'll have a theme song ready for everybody. Yes, yeah. yeah. We will, yes. Uh, well, yeah, well, there we go. Thanks well, for that's listening. it. That's another, another episode uh, of... Perfect episode. Yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> see you next Wednesday. Bing, send it to the bank. <laughs> mm, I can't wait for all my podcast money. Yeah. We put all of these in the bank. In. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I refer to the internet as the bank. As the bank, <laughs> for some reason. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll have more CMW, CMF uh, next week. And CMF and W. CMF and W. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, all right. Well, see you next one. Right. Nice. <laughs> hey, bye, bye internet. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.